the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday, which means Bill O'Reilly, the stories of the week, next in 60 seconds. Cynthia wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She says, last night I was able to sleep through the night without waking up from, from pain and cramping on my right hip and leg. It's almost the end of the second week of taking Relief Factor, and it is the first time I have felt genuinely hopeful that my life would go back to normal. Well, the media will remind you that you're not going back. It's a new normal. You're not going back to normal. I'd say, yeah, try Relief Factor. You might go back to getting your life back. You know, the one you understood before all the pain. If you're dealing with pain, try the three-week quick start. Developed just for you at $19.95, a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more month after month, which says it just speaks volumes. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Or relieffactor.com. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. It's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, the uh, the author of Killing the Mob, the, f- the fight against organized crime in America, uh, and also his new book, which I still do not have. Uh, it's about something killing. I don't know. You know, somebody. He's always got some new book. He it sounds like he's threatening people. Honestly, at this point, is he really not on the? No, he's end? here. We're having a little uh, technical. No, uh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. No, there's a problem on his end. Wait, you're blaming Bill O'Reilly? Yes. He's, what, what he, he's listening to us right now. Oh, he can hear he's us, but he home. can't come on. Yeah. So we can blame him. Damn, Bill. Call in at the right time. <laughs> uh, uh, it'll be interesting to, to uh, hear what Bill has to say about. Uh, I feel like each week is crazier and crazier. No. The Disney part of this, which seems to get wilder by the day. Did you see what happened yesterday? Yesterday, the Biden administration endorsed child sex changes on Transgender Visibility Day. Then, uh, was there a visibility problem? I, I thought no, I, I, was, I was aware. I mean, in fact, yeah. I can definitely. Like, yeah. I'm looking at your yeah. Leah Thomas yeah. uh, Weenies box right now. I can. I, it's visible. No, it's Weenies. It's Weenies. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh no, it is Weenies. Mm. It is Weenies. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the. Oh, this is the breakfast of female champions. Yeah, <laughs> you can get the T-shirt uh, for Weenies breakfast cereal at weeniesforbreakfast.com. Yeah, uh, but you know, you're right. The Biden administration came out and did that on International Visibility Day right. or whatever it was. Uh, TSA announced that they're going to have gender neutral screening at airports yesterday. Uh, passports are going to be gender neutral with X as a uh, gender. Mm. So that's great. Nickelodeon had um, uh, transitioning uh, children. You yep. know, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday uh, they had that on the network, it's which going was well. great. Mm-hmm. And California, there's a city in California that wants to give transgender and non-binary residents up to nine hundred dollars a month. Don't now, know why. Now, while but, we wait for Bill O'Reilly to call in, because he apparently forgot <laughs> today. What? A, uh, um, can you can slipping. you explain this DeSantis uh, thing to me? Because DeSantis has come out and said they're going to take away the right of Disney World to self-govern. Oh, yeah. And oh, this uh, is a big one. Wait, how did this? How did okay, this happen? So in the 1950s, uh, Disney in 1955, Disney goes to 
Yep, he's on the phone. I'll tell you. It's a great story. Remind me to tell you that. Okay. I'm not it's reminding a, you anything. Deal. This is an outrage. <laughs> oh, Number my gosh. one, you have no conscience, Beck. <laughs> when you were on the No Spin News this week, you actually held up the copy of no, Killing the Killers. I do not in remember that. little hand. No, I you have it. No. You can't. I want Stu to read it to you because you can't concentrate. When long you send me an advanced like soft cover, you know, that's. Yeah, when you that's send that to me. Nah, you know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you have it. You send one to me. Book. I'll read it. Killing the babies or killing, killing the killer. Oh, all right. Secret war whatever. against terrorists. All right. Whatever. All right. You and Stu, you guys should be ashamed. That's all I'm telling you. Why? You should be ashamed. Why? All right. Because you just mislead your audience. I didn't call in. Your guys can't even <laughs> plug the thing in. I don't know the what you're talking about. On the phone. Oh, it's our fault. I know it's your fault. Okay. No, it's this is now this is this. About, I'm insulted. About? I am we're insulted. Talking about the trans people. Is that what we're talking about today? Whatever, whatever, Bill. You just okay. No, you and uh, Stu were riffing on the trans yeah, people. Yeah, 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 go coming ahead. A, I'm mm-hmm. coming at this in a totally different way. Okay. Okay? All right. But I think your audience is going to either uh, appreciate or be outraged by. Okay, they'll either they'll either right, love it or stone you to death. Point and I'm number one. collecting rocks. Point number one. In my opinion, Joe Biden and all his acolytes could not care less about trans people. Yes. I don't think the Disney executives care about them. Yep. I don't think that anybody that are taking these people, these Americans who have a right to pursue happiness, no matter how they want to pursue it, Agreed. that is their right. They're using them yes. to try to put themselves in a virtuous position. Ah, Bill, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. They've never done that with blacks or Hispanics or anybody else. Use these people, all right? But the unintended consequences of their using trans people, and as you said, other Americans, for their own selfish self-aggrandizement, oh, I mean, I'm Will Smith in here. I am Will Smithing here. If they were up on stage, I'd go up and slap them. Okay. Now, are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. So the unintended consequences are that they want to present this kind of material to five-year-olds. What does that do? It confuses the urchins. All right? It makes them insecure because if a child doesn't understand the lesson, no matter what the lesson is, the child is then stressed. I'm a teacher. I taught. I know. Oh, man, those kids are in therapy. That, that Many of them are in homes, state homes, state homes. <laughs> They've had so much... They remember and all they're calling late. Rock, rocking back and forth. Bill O'Reilly was my teacher. Bill O'Reilly was my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were the luckiest urchins on earth. I bet they were, actually. So these people, including the president, are actually hurting children. Not only are they demeaning parental authority, which is just outrageous off the chart, but they're hurting these kids because they can't process it. My good line is five to eight-year-olds cannot even process spaghetti. All right? <laughs> Have you ever eaten with one? <laughs> so, I am angry about this. I don't blame 
trans people or the alphabet people, LBG, whatever, I, they have a right to pursue happiness without being bullied or being demeaned or any of that. And anyone who does it is wrong. So okay? it, I, I was talking them I, be. I was talking to Peter Bogosian yesterday. Um, I did a podcast with him. He's a brilliant, brilliant philosopher. And we were talking about that. That he he asked me. He said, "Why is it that it seems like the people who are are the most vocal against all of this stuff are the gay is the gay community?" And he said, you know, they don't want the T in there. And I said, I don't know about that, but it would make sense to me that you can see the the pushback on this. The the government and these people that not again, like you said, not the average LBGTQ two plus. Well, the two plus people, I think um, that are they they just want to live their life. They're not talking about politics. They are being pushed into everyone's face by the political class and there is going to come pendulum always swings both ways until somebody grabs it if this pendulum swings i'm afraid of the swing and i think people know this who are being used they know this you are causing so many problems and so much angst and so much resentment for what's being what's being done yeah, the, their name. the consequences of this Horrible. are staggering. Staggering. All right? But you have to understand the mentality of a Joe Biden, who is the worst president in his first year. He's worse than James Buchanan. I've been reading up on old Jimmy. Don't say All right? Don't say so, James Buchanan. Yeah, Buchanan got worse as he went on. But, but the first year, Biden's got it. He's got it. Herbert Hoover was terrible. But it took Herbert... Maybe two years to be terrible. He was bad now, in the beginning. You know, uh, Bill, we were just talking about this off the air, the strategic oil reserve. Oh. Uh, he's releasing 32% of that. As we are sitting, looking and considering maybe possibly of a global war. And this, I mean, I could not put our country in a worse position than he has in the last year. I think I could get a team of experts that said, let's dismantle this thing piece by piece. And I couldn't have done a better job. He is. And, you know, I get letters and I'm sure you do, too. He's doing it on purpose. He wants to ruin the country. This is all big plan. You know, the conspiracy people. That's not true. He's just stupid. No, I don't think so. I don't (laughs) think so. I honestly don't think so. He's diminished. He is. He's diminished. Yes. And he's not smart enough to understand why things are going. But I do believe that he understands uh, at some level uh, that you know he's going to be the new FDR and the people around oh, him they look at the polls. No, I mean I, he's Jill he's changing the world. FDR, honey, no, no, honey, we're not really doing very well. Okay, so he wants to use these poor, not poor. He wants to use the trans people and the other people to mask. All right, his inefficiency in running the country. This is virtue signaling. That's what it's all about. Now. I have just one comment to those people who are celebrating all of this stuff. If you get a passport with an X on it or whatever they're going to give you, good luck getting into Pakistan. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I haven't. Show up in Karachi after paying a lot of money for your airline ticket. You're going to present your passport, and they're going to look at you going, would you go in that room over there, please? Uh, by the way, okay? good luck going to Ukraine. Nobody is reporting on this. Do you know the Ukrainians uh, are turning trans women back around and going, you're a dude. You need to go back and fight. What is the Ukrainian word for dude? Do you know the translation? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a flood of people trying to fly to Ukraine at the moment, but <laughs> no. But I mean, what I'm saying is, you know, we're looking at we're looking at countries and saying, oh, they're so enlightened, they're so great. Look at the Ukrainians, yada yada yada. They, why won't the press report that they are turning trans people around because they don't buy into it? They don't buy into it. There's a lot of countries that are not going to buy into it. And you're right. If you're going any place, you know, deeply religious, especially in the Middle East, then they're, uh uh-uh. Yeah, look, Ukraine and Eastern Europe are deeply orthodox, all right? They're deeply involved in all of the social stuff. We in America are now a secular country. Yes. Just like France. So we don't have that anymore. But what we do have is this colossal. I was in Chicago last night giving a speech, and I just laid it out to the folks. I said, you don't know how bad this Biden administration is. Even though he's down in the 30s on job approval, this is a catastrophe. And and the things that they are doing across the board, the border is just unbelievable the border is things that they are doing we're gonna have two million people cross that border this year we've already a million in and they're about to loosen up the restrictions even more bill this is this is a death now just breaking that if you are an undocumented migrant and you are trans you get in faster okay (sighs) so you they're gonna they're gonna do that okay so look we all know what this is and the only remedy is the midterms, which are absolutely going to go against. Mm. It's almost like Trump. Trump lost the election because people voted against him, not for Joe Biden. All right. The same thing is going to happen in November. People are going to vote against Biden. And okay. that means the Democratic Party. All right. I need to take a quick break. Then I want to come back and talk to you about the, the Hunter Biden story that the left is suddenly discovering. But I, you know, everybody says this is so bad. This is so bad. I don't think it is. I think they're just making it about Hunter and not dad. Um, I'd love to get your opinion on this. First, let me tell you, when the chips are down, the very last thing you want to be thinking about to yourself is, oh, crap. What was it I forgot to do? Oh, yeah. Plan ahead. I'm telling you, the chips are down right now. Your dollar is losing money every second of every day. So what do you have as a hedge against inflation? I'm telling you the world will reset on gold. It will. China is already doing it. That's what their digital currency is going to be made up of. Gold. Same thing with Russia. Now, what are we doing? Well, our government's not going to do that. Well, we're going to be in real trouble. Put this on your list of things to do today. Put your family on the gold standard. At least, I would never recommend any more than, you know, 5 to 10% of your, your portfolio, whatever you have, 401k, whatever you're saving, 10%. And if you can't, if you don't have any savings, try silver. But I want you to call them, find out, do, do your own homework. 
Find out for yourself if it's right for you. Call Goldline right now, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Ten seconds and back to Bill. White House is still denying Hunter Biden committed any crimes. I mean, this is crazy at this point. Uh, CNN this week did a big, long thing. Uh, looks like there's something here. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> but, CNN. I, know. I mean, look, Nickelodeon could cover the news better than CNN. <laughs> right? Let's just be honest about it. And I need a minute at the end. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah I got it. Charity thing, and, and I got a you got it here. Okay. So uh, Hunter Biden now... Um, the odds are he will be indicted. Now, uh, this is fact-based. This isn't like uh, the right-wing commentators jumping up and down and want to burn Hunter Biden at the stake. All right? And you know who they are. Um, So So this is fact-based. You got a Delaware grand jury. Mm -hmm. All right? Wilmington. You got a U.S. attorney down there that is presenting evidence to the Delaware grand jury, even as we speak, Beck. And the evidence is about three possible crimes. All right. Number one, tax evasion. Number two, illegal they Wire call it lobbying, mm-hmm. foreign. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like that. Right. Yeah. And number three, a, a myriad of violations about interstate commerce. Mm-hmm. So, um, there wouldn't be this kind of a exposure in the Washington Post and New York Times. There would not be these stories that have come out in the last two weeks unless those newspapers believed Hunter Biden will be indicted. That's the only reason they're running the story. Same with CNN, same with NBC News. They're running them because they go, holy, you know what? We didn't cover it for 18 months and, you know, the social media companies in Silicon Valley, they don't care. They're yeah. still not covering it. Right. They still can't talk about right. it. Uh, by the way, the Russian government still has its YouTube platform. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They're okay. Yeah. Um, the they, Ayatollah you know, still has his, his Twitter right. uh, feed. Yeah. Trump can't do Twitter, but Putin no. can get out of it. Chinese Communist Party still has it, yeah. too. Oh, so. yeah. 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 So anyway, um, the odds are that... Hunter Biden will be indicted. So what now, does that mean for Joe? Well, here's what it means. And that's an excellent question, Beck. I'm glad you asked it. Oh, for love of Pete. Number one, Hunter Biden's going to have to plead guilty. He's going to have to because they can't have a trial. If they have a trial and the witnesses come in and go, hey, um, the big guy yeah. got 10 percent. I minutes. was there and I saw what then down. Then the big guy is done. So okay. I assume that Hunter Biden, who's not I guess he could, he'll get fined some money. But remember, this is a guy quickly who took in. It looks like 10 million dollars from three places, Russia, Ukraine and China. Yeah, I think a little no bit. No skill set at all. Yeah. No resume at all. All right, uh, Bill, I've got to cut you. I got to cut you loose. You have one minute. Go ahead. And uh, OK, number one, doing a benefit tonight for autism. Geraldo Rivera's 50th anniversary of life. L-I-F-E-W-O-R-C dot org. Life work. Tremendous charity. And if anybody has experienced autism, you know what I'm talking about. If I give money, do I have to watch anything about Geraldo Rivera? (laughs) No. Okay, good. You can help poor 
people who have autism, okay. and then you don't have to any other right. um, obligation. Okay, number good. two, number two, mm-hmm. okay? May 3rd, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists. If you pre-order on BillOReilly.com, you get a free sticker, which says <gasps> that. Free stickers. Regret your 2020 vote yet? A little humor. <laughs> a little satire. Mm-hmm. Free of charge. And you love this book. Best reporting I have ever done. So in about a month, you're going to interview me after you've read the book. Mm. And we're going to have a great time. I don't believe the book exists. Otherwise, you would have sent it to me already. But going to hell back. Bill, o- <laughs> <laughs> Bill O'Reilly for BillOReilly.com. His new book is Killing the Killers. Order now at BillOReilly.com. All right. More on the news of the week <laughs> next with Michael Malice. The Glenn Back Program. So if you're going to put forth the effort to take good care of your skin and look younger, shouldn't you be using the best products? And those products, when they go on sale, it's a great time to pick them up. Uh, when that's going on, you got to check out GenuCell. It's exactly what you're doing right now with GenuCell's new Ultra Retinol Serum. The wonder of skincare technology hydrates your skin at a cellular level and builds on top of its deep moisture with incredible anti-wrinkle effects and it sounds like a really good idea of course it sounds like you'd like to get it but what about the sale well ah yes 50 percent off right now 50 percent off the brand new ultra retinal uh, serum it's at genucell.com slash beck for 50 percent off uh you'll be amazed with the results or your money back and so there's absolutely no risk whatsoever here you can get GenuCell's immediate effects for results in 12 hours or less free with your order. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. GenuCell.com slash Beck. They have free express shipping going on right now. Free returns. Great customer service. Don't miss it. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck for the best in skincare. Hey, make sure you sign up and become a member of Blaze TV. And don't forget my new book, The Great Reset, available everywhere now. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I like controversial friends because they're controversial thinkers. And uh, that's what uh, nobody wants you to talk to people that uh, everybody else says don't talk to because of whatever they don't agree with whatever uh, michael and i are good friends michael malice uh he's an anarchist i'm not uh, but we agree on so much and he is really funny and a smart guy michael malice the author of the anarchist handbook and the host of the podcast you're welcome michael welcome to the program how are you sir respectfully glad my friends have been telling me i shouldn't be talking to you so, so uh, <laughs> you know. i bet they have right <laughs> no they actually all my friends really do like you because oh, you're okay. an open-minded person but i'll see what i could do to poison the well okay good good i was just i had peter bogosian on for the oh. podcast this weekend i love that guy he's a great guy and uh he posted yesterday about something about being with me and you know that we're friends and everything else and and <laughs> you should read the responses He's spawn of the devil, Peter. What's wrong with you? It's great. It, is I mean, it, I'm, I'm I'm sure used to it at this point. I mean, back even when you were in the Fox days, you were public enemy number one. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. So do you get used to it? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. You just go numb inside and then, you know, eventually you die. <laughs> anyway, um, let's uh, let's let's talk about a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I know you want to talk about the Florida financial literacy bill. Talk Correct. to me about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was really great because this is so. Uh, Governor DeSantis signed a bill into law. This didn't get much attention, um, but one of the principles of this bill is if you're going to have a high school diploma in Florida, you have to have some level of financial literacy, whether in terms of uh, filling out your income taxes or getting a mortgage. I don't remember the particulars, but this is really great. One of the things that conservatives complain about, I think very correctly, is back when I was a kid, uh, a high school diploma meant something. And yeah, now it's widely it acknowledged ac across the political spectrum that a high school diploma isn't even a guarantee of literacy, let alone basic mathematical literacy. So to have a Florida diploma mean, okay, this person will have some modicum of competence when it comes to day-to-day -day affairs and managing their household, I think is excellent. Uh, I think it's also excellent in a broader sense because you've been at this game you know a bit longer than i have when is the last time that conservatives have gone on offense never it's always defense it's always oh we don't want the transgender bathrooms oh we don't want the gay marriage oh we don't want you know these people teaching our kids but it's never the case where it's like we're going to be and i'm not a conservative of course we are going to be proactive and we're going to be fighting for our issues on our terms yeah so i, I think this is a major change i just gonna say one more thing glenn i'm yeah. sorry um President Trump was very good on offense culturally and socially on Twitter and so on and so forth. He wasn't so legislatively, and that's a change between him and DeSantis. Uh, some, I mean, I would agree because he was very um, on a lot of his uh, policies were very normal. It wasn't fantastic. and It wasn't horrible. It was just like a normal Republican, except on a few things. Uh, Israel, China. Um, prison reform, he did uh, break out of that box in, in a few very significant ways. Oh, I agree he broke out of the box, but I think prison reform would, if anything, historically be a leftist position. Um, I, I can't think of ways in which he tr had, well, of course, he had Paul Ryan as the Speaker of the House and oh. Mitch McConnell you know, in the Senate to, yeah, in no, his yeah. defense. But there was very few bills that passed that I would say would be aggressive and for forcing and, progressive And, and you know, th that's the difference when you said, you know, when do the Republicans ever do this? And I said, never. That doesn't include uh, Trump and it doesn't include Ronald Reagan. Both of those guys in many ways were hated by the heads of the party and were thwart thwarted because they both looked at things, I think, more like the average Republican voter looks at, at the world and says, let's fix this. What are we doing? <laughs> And the irony is also that they were both from the most out-of-touch places imaginable, Hollywood and New York real estate. Uh, <laughs> and yet they, Crazy, they ended up being basically like, you know, describe the New York Times as Hicks. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, Michael, can I build off your point here on going on offense for a second? Uh, one of the ways that it seems like Republicans right now are trying to go on offense when it comes to education is you know these bills that are they've been passed around the country in red states you know banning crt and and you know trying to focus gender in the right direction and all all of these different issues and i feel like the offensive position 
is to say now's the time to For get school rid of these choice. schools. School yep. choice, homeschooling, yep. private schools. T- tie everything pods, to every- the heads of the students. You lose students, you lose money. But yet I, and I, and Corey DeAngelis is doing a really good job with this. But there's there's some people who are who are trying to push this along, and it's happening in some states. But I feel like the national stature, uh, the stance of Republicans right now should be like, hey, don't worry about opening these schools. Get your kids out of them. Yes. The stance of Republicans should be abolish the Department of Education. Yes, it should be. Why is this money going from California, Louisiana, Montana to D.C. and being sent back with a cut for some bureaucrat who's only going to impose their depravity? Amen. That is a very easy winning uh, um, issue for Republicans. And you're going to have the hysteria from the New York Times and those who read it anyway about how Republicans hate education. If they're going to be stamping their feet, at least you should have something to show for it. Yep. Yep. And I agree with you. I think Department of it. I think a lot of these departments, I think uh, almost all of these departments should all go. Them. You should all go them. away. Um, there is. Uh, um, if we got rid of public education, which I am all for, do you think how, how do you solve the problem of poor areas not being able to have the money to educate Oh, it would be very easy because you'd have companies who are in the education business just as they are now. They'll be running ads 24-7 about, look how great we are. We go to these poor areas uh, and we help these kids out of poverty. This is the kind of things that lefties love. Uh, and they'd actually be honest about it. Right now, as everyone you know, listening to this knows, government schools are a complete trap. Uh, and especially in poor areas, they're places where kids are forced to trapped in violence and there's no recourse for them they can't escape they have to go to basically these literal prisons for children so to have um and also have more online education have more socializing outside of government schooling where you have kids form healthy social relationships and socialize that way uh, i had Corey on my show a couple of weeks ago Stu, to talk about this exact issue and the fact is that state after state after what we see on tiktok and other such venues are having the money follow the student instead of the system yep. and once you liberate the kids the whole system collapses. Yep, it does. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let me switch topics here. Um, I, I, I think I want to go to the Vanity Fair report because we're not going to have time to talk about it uh, anyplace else today. Um, there is a Vanity Fair article. This shouldn't happen inside the virus hunting nonprofit at the center of the lab leak controversy. They're basically saying everything that we couldn't say on YouTube or anything else about six months ago, my special from uh, six months ago on the lab leak and what actually happened is now kind of like, oh, yeah, and uh, we should probably talk about this in Vanity Fair. Well, I mean, it's, it, let's, let's take an issue that's not even controversial, social distancing. If social distancing was efficacious, why have they never tried to bring it back? And if it wasn't efficacious, why do they do it to begin with? And no one who advocated for it had consequences for advocating for it. And people who criticized it and and thought it was nuts were called conspiracy theories and were banned from social media. So I think this is a very healthy issue, COVID and how it was treated, to demonstrate to people that the corporate press is interested in forming narratives, not telling information, uh, to design to keep some very nasty people in power. And Glenn, that was just a great example that you gave. Um, Fauci has almost 
all but disappeared. I'm he's on happy. the milk cartons. He's yeah. on the milk cartons. He is. <laughs> and I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I, I mean, the next time I see him, I'd like to see him in front of a jury. Um, Christine but, Blasey Ford, because yeah. you're con. As yeah. soon as people serve their purpose, they vanish into like a gulag that you can never, they're not even on social media anymore. They just disappear from the earth. Mm. Well, I take that as a good thing, but I would like somebody to uh, pay for the the sins and, and us to actually uh, talk about what did we just do? Let's make sure that doesn't happen again. Well, also, there's the thing. Remember, no one who advocated for boots on the ground in Syria, which would have meant the loss of many American lives, had consequences for rattling those sabers. Yeah. So I think it's an issue. It's, it's, we have, it's a long game. Uh, they've been at this for a century. Uh, but it's an issue of realizing the techniques. And, and uh, uh, Fauci is a symptom. If it wasn't Fauci, there'd be another Fauci. One more. Uh, I just, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one more, uh, <laughs> one more thing that I I, I do want to touch base with you. Um, the uh, the Chamber of Commerce has just uh, said that Congress needs to address this national crisis of retail theft. And I thought to myself, this is what progressives love. They create a problem and then they ship it to Washington and have Washington create more laws no this is a local problem the problem of of these stores getting ripped off and nobody's doing anything is because of the da's the soros back da's that, that's one thousand percent true and anyone who's saying congress should take care of this issue is saying i want it, it, it pretty explicitly i want nancy pelosi to impose her San Francisco values right. on every state in the country. Correct. I, you federalize crimes, which yep. is what the founding fathers were not interested in at all. That is what you're doing, and it's completely insane and depraved. Michael. Yes, sir. Thanks for being on. What do you have planned for the weekend? Uh, I'm going to be on Tim Pool's sh show tonight for April Fool's. <laughs> so I'm flying to D.C. right now. Okay. Oh, wow. why, why, are you, why were you selected to be his April Fool's guest? Because every troll is the it's the, the official holiday for all internet trolls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Talk Check to your you. office, Glenn. There's a present for you. Okay. Uh -oh. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's April Fools. Uh, anyway, uh, let me tell you. That's Michael Malice. By the way, you can find him uh, wherever you get your podcast. He's he's really funny. Um, real estate agents I trust. There is a a saying that you used to hear from old timers. He'd better than a poke in the eye. Yeah, I don't really want to poke in the eye, so uh, I'd rather just have something that's better than the poke in the eye, a lot better. So it's not even in the same category. This applies to buying and selling houses. Uh, <laughs> at least with a poke in the eye, it only hurts for a while. Yeah, that's why you should get a great real estate agent, top-notch, somebody who has the best track record in your area that knows how to create a crowd online so people are looking at your houses, uh, somebody who has the record of, of negotiation on both the selling of your house and buying of your house. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Whether you are selling and moving across the street, these real estate agents are the best in your area, and uh, they're going to do you right. They're all fans of the show, and you're, you don't have to be like, I wonder if I can say. No, you can say it. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program.
So I want to I want to play something for you and just ask which one is more incoherent. Cut one. Let's cut two. Actually. A lot of these issues are not necessarily no, cut, I mean, cut two. We stand up to the bullies of the world, the autocrats and dictators. We stand up for those who are are who are ready to uh, unite, unite with us, United States of America. Just as it has been in the United States for Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an mm-hmm. issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. Sure. So to that end, we are announcing today also that we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery um, by assisting in terms of the recovery efforts in Jamaica uh, that have been essential to, I believe, what is necessary to strengthen not only uh, the, the, the issue the, of public health, but also the... The economy. hell is she even saying? I think she wins. This is the yeah. last 24 hours. Biden... Kamala, which one's more incoherent? It's, it is amazing that Biden, who has little to no cognitive ability oh, remaining, yeah. is, I would say, routinely more coherent than her. She is. She, the only thing, though, is she's not saying things that, that will cause nuclear war yeah. when she messes <laughs> That's up. That's true. We're not getting blown right? up. Like, we're not However, gonna get blown. Jamaica's not going to attack us. They're, she's, they're just going to think she's an idiot. Yeah. Which is not the biggest downside. Which They'd leads be right. people who would like to take over countries to go. I mean, there's there's like 12-year-old bicycle gangs. Mm-hmm. I mean, bicycle, you know, 10 speeds. Right. 12 years old that are like... I think I could take America. If she's in charge, he's in charge. Mm-hmm. I, I think I could take it. So our enemies, even if they're 12-year-olds on bicycles, they with these two in charge, they believe, oh, I could take them. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's definitely the signal we've been sending so, for the past 16 yeah, months. Yeah, right, right. Um, let, me, uh, let me give you somebody else who is really in need of a nap. Here's Nancy Pelosi on uh, the oil companies. Listen to this. But... We cannot allow the fossil fuel industry to use this as an excuse to reverse everything we're doing to save the planet. One of the things I think that the president may say, I don't have this as a fact, is that we will use the um, Defense Production Act to speed up uh, diversification uh, so that we're not so dependent on oil. So what is she saying here? We're using the Defense Act. That's a fascistic war act. That's that that gives the president a chance to just say, I'm taking over this sector. I'm taking over this country. Here's or this company. This is what you're going to do. And supposed to be a break glass in case of emergency <laughs> type of situation. Yeah, you don't like to give those dictatorial rules, uh, you know, just pass them out higgledy piggledy. Mm-hmm. You really would like somebody to say, wait a minute, should we use that? How about we ask industry to uh, help us out? So that's what she's saying there, uh, and she's she's wonderful. And now the energy secretary uh, came up to the uh, podium yesterday, uh, and um, you know the, she has the answer to to gas prices. Oh. So that people can buy electric vehicles and don't have to ever worry about going to fill mm-hmm. it up at the gas pump. And I just say, Chris, one of the things that I think is a really great example of this is that if you filled up your 15 gallon tank today, you'd be paying about 62 bucks to go 300 miles. If you plugged in an electric vehicle in your garage with your three prong plug, yep. you'd be paying about 10 bucks. Okay. So, okay. so, I mean, that is really great. That is really great. And I don't know why the average American doesn't see this and buy that $55,000 electric vehicle that's bottom of the line. I mean, you know, actually, you should just go out and get that $110, uh, $110,000 Tesla. 
You'd save so much money. And by the way, um, I, you know, we're having a problem with oil and it's costing a lot because there's not much of it. Where do we get all of the electricity for all of these cars? Can somebody answer? Ask anything? Maybe? I don't know. Just say.